0: Join Bishop Tony Asuabeni on Joy City Radio Podcast every Tuesday at 12.30 p.m. Nigerian Time, 6.30 a.m. United States Eastern Time, and 1.30 p.m. South African Time at www.toniasuabeni.com. Subscribe to and listen on iTunes, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, Google, and Blueberry Podcast. Invite your family and friends as you get in tune with God's now word. God bless you. And so welcome to recording,
1: you know, number three. And we pray that God will give us revelation. Uh, What we need in this new year, this new decade, is not, you know, resolution, but it is revelation. We need revelation. We need an apocalypsis. We need an unveiling. We need hidden things to become revealed. We need closed things to become open. So open heavens, I was talking about open heavens in the, in, in, and number two, uh, that they symbolize the nearness. They describe the nearness of heaven uh, to earth. Uh, the presence of, the presence and power of God in the ministry, in the work of God. Now, when people think for themselves within an open heaven, and um, they aren't really influenced by the spirit of the day, or the spirit that seems to have dominance in a certain uh, uh, geographical area. Let me explain what I just said, you know, by that. Uh, Repetition, you know, for emphasis. Now, there are more spirits in our world. The spiritual is more dominant or prevalent in our world than the physical. Let me explain what I mean in a world today we have close to seven point five billion people, but did you know that there are more evil spirits on earth than there are people because spirits don't have any number? The Bible says water the inhabitants of the earth for the devil has been cast down to you so um, when Jesus Christ you know encountered uh, the demoniac of the god of Rings in Mark chapter five. Jesus asked him, what is thy name? And the man said, my name is Legion, because we are many. He said, my name is, and that's, that suggests or implies singular. But then when he, when he went on, as he continues to speak, he revealed their number. For uh, my name is Legion, for we are many. Okay? And Jesus understood that in that one man, there were over 2,000 demons, and all the demons of that region had transferred, you know, into that man. And he was all, he was a demoniac of the Gadarenes. He was possessed. He wasn't, he wasn't being oppressed. That man was possessed. That man was carrying territorial spirits. And that's what I mean, you know. Uh, in, in, in some territories, uh, you know, there are three different levels of heavens. There is the first heavens, the second heavens, and the third heavens. And so the heavenly realm speak, speaks about the atmospheric re- region. You speak about the mesospheric region, and then you speak about the exo, uh, you know, region. So there are different uh, spheres when we talk about the realms in the spirit. You know, Paul alluded to these when he said, you know, uh, we wrestle not against principalities and powers in. In Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12, but we wrestle against principalities and powers, against wicked spirits in heavenly places, against demonic hierarchy. So he began to mention the different uh, uh, realms, or if you will, legions of demons that operate in the atmospheric heavenly realm. And so uh, it is important for us to know that in cities, in different nations in different communities you have certain demons that are operating you have you have when you go to certain certain part of my city here you are entering into the territory of wickedness in some part of our city you're entering into the territory of sexual immorality in some other parts of our city you're entering into a region you know where prostitution and of course um, uh, uh, theft and murders. We hear in the news in in our city. You hear people being shot overnight, and so different spirits are ruling different geographical areas. And think think about this in terms of the nations, and that's what the Bible calls the devil, the prince of the power of the air. And so, in that sense, the the first heavenly realm, the atmospheric demonic realm is open to those geographical areas and the influence of Satan is very present in those areas. But when Jesus said, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Uh, thy kingdom come suggests that there is there are kingdoms here that are, all, that, are that are in operation, but The common kingdom is going to flaw them. The common kingdom is going to overthrow them. The common kingdom is going to be established on top of that. The Bible says in in Isaiah chapter 2 and verse 2, you know, that uh, the the kingdoms, um, uh, let let me read it. Let me read it. You know, I'm just trying to quote here. Uh, You know, sometimes I depend on my um, um, uh, extent, you know, to quote from my heart. But it says, it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain, and here it is, of the Lord's house. I needed just to jolt my memory a little bit to get that back. It shall come to pass in the last days. And we are living in the last days. We are living in the end times. Okay? In the last days, the mountain of the Lord's house, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be exalted on top of other mountains, in other words, God is going to become the solution to all to, to every problem. God is going to become the answer. What is coming down from heaven is going to overtake what is here on earth. And that illusion is also made by the Lord Jesus Christ. He always made this connection between heaven and earth. Okay? That will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Uh, uh, heaven and earth shall pass away, but the word of God shall abide forever. Uh, um, um, Jesus, you know, uh, goes on to say whatsoever. you bind on earth is bound in heaven. So there is a relationship between the spiritual and the natural, between the physical and the supernatural. And open heavens, therefore, suggests to a very great extent Something that is prophesied in Isaiah 64 and verse 1. And it's a prayer, uh, a cum prophecy by the prophet Isaiah, the dean of the prophets. And it's an intercessory cry, an outburst, an emotional outburst of desire, a prophetic desire, where the prophet cries out to God in an anguish of reality, in an anguish of a great expectation of something happening here on the face of the earth, making a difference in your world and making your world different. And so the prophet went on to say, oh, that thou wouldest, in the Anglo-Saxon King James Version language, and I stick to the King James because there is a power about the king, the KJV. Oh, that thou wouldest rend, Break open the heavens and come down. That was the desire of the prophet. He was asking God to break the clouds, to pull the clouds apart. Give me a heavenly breakthrough. I I want you to come down and in order for you to come down, open the heavens and come down. And here is the cry for God from a prophetic cry for God to tear the heavens open so that the supernatural will, 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 will do something that we call miracles, signs, and wonders here on the face of the earth that will make a difference, that will create an impact, that will bring solution to the problems you know, of the earth. And it's an, the prophet had this anticipation for what's about to happen. So Isaiah 64 is an anticipation of what is about to happen. Faith is the substance of things anticipated, things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And so the best way to increase the effect of the open heavens over our lives, over our cities, over our families, over our ministries, God's work, don't forget that. Ministry is the work of God. Until God will touch entire cities. The cry of the prophet Isaiah should become our cry. Oh, God, give me open heavens. And as we go into 2021, 2022, 2023, counting one to to 10, 2030, we are in a decade of open heavens. And perhaps for the rest of our lives, we are called to operate, to serve, we are called to worship. We're called to ministry. We are called to the work of God under the influence of God, the impact of God. You know, people drive, they call it DUI, driving under the influence. Uh, the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 8, and being a drunk with wine, wherein is excess, because when you drink alcoholic beverage, you know, alters your personality. Alcohol you know, it's, and, and, and of course, you know, they call it spirit, okay? They call alcoholic beverage spirits, Snap, um, Cognac, and, and all these names. I don't even know the names because I don't take them. And so God, you know, was speaking through the prophet, the apostle Paul. And he said, be not drunk with wine wearing is excess, being a drunk with wine that it inebriates you. That's the English word. Inebriation. You're inebriated, which means that you're brought under the influence of the wine. And brethren, it is in the same sense that the Spirit of God is saying that we should come under the influence of the Holy Spirit, that we should come under the influence of heaven, that we should bring heaven to bear on the work that God has called us to do here on the face of the earth, to bring impact. And I'm telling you, in this 21st century, in the second decade of the 21st century, what we need is impact. We want to see impact. Far and for too long, we have tied to ministers that don't have any results. Uh, this is a decade of results. They are in ministry as a means to an end. They are in ministry for themselves. They are in business for themselves. They are in business transactionally. They are transacting. You know, when when the Lord Jesus Christ in, uh, I believe in Matthew chapter 20, 21, when he came into the temple at Jerusalem, you know, the triumphal entry, Matthew 21. The Bible tells us that Jesus Christ went into the temple. The purpose of the temple had been changed. He saw men, you know, selling doves. He saw men. There was a bazir, There was a, there was a bureau, a bureau, you know, an, an exchange going on. There was a demonic trafficking taking place in the house of God. And Jesus alluded, he, you know, he alluded to the prophet of the prophet Isaiah. He said, it is written by the prophet isaiah my father's house shall be called a house of prayer but you've made it a den of thieves the truth about the matter is that the 21st century minister is a thief. Who is a thief? The devil is the thief. Jesus said in John 10, 10, the thief does not come, but fought to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's what, that's the spirit of theft. You take what does not belong to you, and you destroy it. You, you decimate, you decrease the fortunes of the true owner of the property. And that's what... We have, we see today in ministry, there are many thieves in ministry, who are in ministry. It's all about the dollar. It's not about the pounds sterling. It's all about the euro that they can make. It's not about God. They don't love God. They love ministry, but they don't love God. You know, uh, they pursue the work of God, but not the God of the work. And there's a big difference there they are professional ministers they're not relational ministers when we talk about open heavens we are saying it's time to give the work back to god we are saying it's time to do the work of god god's way we are saying it's time to do ministry with godly biblical results we are saying it's time to 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 see about the restoration of the work of god the prophet you know um um, the, the prophet Hosea said, um, Oh, glory be to God. The prophet Hosea said, I'm, I'm l- losing my train of thoughts here, uh, uh, but he said, You know, he said that the years, and uh, I beg your pardon, the prophet Joel. The prophet Joel said, the years, the locust, the canker won, this is Joel chapter 225. The years, the locust, the canker won, the caterpillar, the palmer ones have eaten, I will restore back to you. And that is alluding to the fact that God wants to bring about the restoration of ministry, you know, in our day and time. And one of the ways that a ministry can really be restored is for us to go back to ask the lord you know for the influence of heaven to come down upon the work of god you know for heaven to become so close in such a way that the earth will surrender uh, to the power of God, and we'll see the power of God change the lives of people. We see souls being won into the kingdom of God. Read the book of Acts. In one day, they were recording 3,000 souls being saved. At another meeting, from 3,000 to 5,000, and before you knew it, the whole of Jerusalem was, you know, was filled with the, with, with the doctrine of Jesus Christ, and it spread from Jerusalem to Judea, Samaria, in keeping with the map that Jesus Christ gave to them.
0: Bishop Tony Asuabeni is available for ministry anywhere in the world. Visit www.tonyasuabeni.com and fill out the invitation form for ministry scheduling. If you have been inspired and blessed by the teaching and preaching ministry of Bishop Tony Asuabeni, order his messages and books on Amazon.com or directly from his bookstore at TonyAsuabeni.com. Also, you can follow him on all major social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe to his YouTube channel, Joy City. For more information and updates about ministry and messages, visit www.toniasuabeni.com. God bless you abundantly. Tony Asuabeni World Outreach. Making a difference in our world. Making our world different.